Good evening. My name is Vivian Catfield, and this is Haunted Muse, a podcast that showcases my writing work in the horror, paranormal, supernatural, and southern gothic genres, as well as the folklore and history that inspired it. This is episode 55 of Haunted Muse, and the 13th episode featuring my novel, Looking Glass Theory. So, here we go. Looking Glass Theory, Chapter 13. Oh my lord, why didn't I think of that? Yates exclaimed, snatching up the mirror and grasping it tightly in his hands. It was there! This... Yates shook the mirror at Nora. This was on his desk when Henry died. All those years of wondering why I couldn't see it, why I couldn't understand what he had done, and all I had to do was think and ask. Oh, Henry, I am so sorry. I failed you. Yates laid the mirror down on the work table surprisingly softly and turned his back to Nora. He took a deep, ragged breath as he turned back to face her. And I failed you, too. I'm sure you wanted answers. You, you deserved them. But for some reason, I just didn't think of it. Yates inhaled deeply again and stared at the ceiling. When he looked back at Nora, his eyes were rimmed with red, but now they glistened slightly with a renewed fire. Or perhaps, perhaps it was just I didn't think fast enough. Henry's office was cleared out the next day. The police took everything, because at the time they were still trying to determine if foul play had been involved. I was so overwhelmed that it never occurred to me there might be a way to find out what went wrong that night. You're going to have to slow down, said Nora. Her head was swimming so that the room had begun to tilt sideways as it used to when she had a severe migraine coming on. She reached out to the table to steady herself as Yates continued. Yes, 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 you're right. I, I should begin at the beginning. Right, okay. Yates was obviously nervous, pressing his hands against the sides of his face up under his beard. I, I think I get it, said Hazel. If Henry died in front of the mirror, then whatever he said or did in the moments just beforehand would have been imprinted on it. And you're sorry, you didn't think of it before now, because if he left some kind of final message behind, it might have been comforting for Nora and the family to hear. Yes, of course that, snapped Yates testily, still angry with himself. But also, Henry was clairvoyant, extremely so, though very few people knew about it. Thus, if his spirit became trapped in that mirror, it would nevertheless have remained responsive. An intelligent haunting. I could have... So that's the difference, interjected Hazel. It all makes sense now. If the person who died in front of the mirror had psychic abilities, then he or she would have been accustomed to moving between worlds, astral projecting, and who knows what all else. Precisely said Yates, sinking back down into the chair again. I could have spoken with him directly. You and your sisters and your mother could have spoken to him. It wouldn't have brought him back, but at least you'd have gotten to say goodbye. But perhaps, said Nora in a hoarse whisper from behind the hand that covered her mouth, it was best that you didn't, because after that we would have had to have watched him die. 
Her voice began to quiver as her hand moved to her chin in an almost unconscious effort to stop it. That time, and then every time we missed him afterward, over and over and over again. She stopped and looked straight at Yates. You didn't miss anything. It was better not to know. To go on thinking that maybe something just snapped randomly one day. That it was better than the speculation of what could have happened. What he was thinking. What he might have been hiding. How he might not have been the father that we thought we knew. It was just easier to grieve than keep going on. The three of them were still for a very long time. I can understand how you feel, said Yates. Everyone grieves differently, but your sister, Vicky, she devoted her whole career, her entire life, to continuing Henry's work. How she came by this mirror and got the initial idea to test it using our experiments, we may never know. Regardless, Yates reached again for the papers, she found something very important that has to do with your father. And it may very well be the best piece of evidence we're going to find as to the reason for her disappearance also. Hazel reached back into the folder and held up a flash drive. And then there's this. Nora stared at it, knowing full well what it would most likely contain. Then she sighed heavily and looked resolutely at Hazel. Just as I said this morning, if Vicky can stand it, then I can. Especially if it's the best chance we've got at helping her. Yates took the flash drive gently from Hazel and plugged it in. He turned on the laptop and logged into the media player. Nora and Hazel pulled up their chairs around the screen. Are you both ready? They nodded. Then, let's begin. This is the end of chapter 13. Be sure to tune in next week for the next chapter of Looking Glass Theory, here on the Haunted Muse podcast. Until that time, this is Vivian Catfield reminding you to remain ever watchful, because you never can tell. Someone, or something, somewhere out there just might be watching you.